This presentation is from UX Australia 2022, day one. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, we are so sorry we can't be there um, with all of you lovely people, but hopefully um, we can be there and, and share our energy this way. Um, myself, Lauren and Paul um, will be talking through. We were meant to be able to be joined by a third person, um, Darian, our, um, uh, our partner and, and uh, colleague throughout all of this, but he hasn't been able to join us through um, uh, personal reasons, but he will be here with the power of the here. So um, hopefully that'll make sense. So let's get started. So from meta to matter, forming multidisciplinary teams. Designing a building is hard. I'm sure many of you know that. Designing a building in one well-adept, well-connected team who all know each other is super hard. But designing a building with many teams when disparate, when we're talking about multidisciplinary uh, practices is incredibly hard, but it can be done and it can be done well. And when all parts are amplified, outcomes can really, really deliver. Hi, I'm Paul from Melt Studios. We're a service design organisation, improving the lives of people as they interact with the world around them. And the way that we do that is use the philosophy and tool set of design as a way of approaching the ambiguity and complexity of challenges, just like this one. And I'm Lauren, I'm the design director from Thinkmill, and we're Australian engineering-led design and development consultancy. We specialize primarily in highly functional products, design systems, and the intersection of design and engineering. In 2021, Meld and Thinkmill created a collab where we can come together to blend our individual strengths to create a full spectrum of service design, strategy, research, UX, UI design, and build. Essentially, it is enabling us to create a multidisciplinary collaboration for tackling complex problems as and when needed. This is bringing together service design and engineering-led design. And so this collaboration enables us to move from the matter to the matter and back again in one team, both specialising in our respective areas, but combining those skill sets and approaches to make the end-to-end -end process much more robust. Melden and Thickmill joined forces with the Australian Digital Health Agency, ADHA, to undertake some of the identified challenges within my health record. Since January, we created a dedicated squad with blended practices from research, separate design, UX design, UI design, and engineering to be able to realize possible potential solutions for the future of my health record here in Australia. With the help of Darren Ecklesley, who is the Director of Experience and Service Design from the Australian Digital Health Agency, who you're about to talk and hear from, um, we're going to tell you about how we created a diverse multidisciplinary team within that context to solve the challenges that we were presented with. Hi everyone, my name is Darian Eckersley from the Australian Digital Health Agency. Access and sharing of clinical health information can improve health outcomes and the opportunity presented by My Health Record to deliver better access and management of this information from birth presents an amazing opportunity for this to follow and support citizens' healthcare through their life. My Health Record lets Australians control their health information securely in one place, anytime, meaning it's available when and where it is needed, either in an emergency, 
managing your health ongoing or during a health crisis such as the COVID-19 pandemic. Bringing together health information needed by you or your healthcare providers, such as medical conditions and treatments, medicines details, allergies, and test or scan results. Healthcare providers, providers like doctors, specialists, and hospital staff may also be able to see your information when they need to securely, including an accident or emergency for improved safety, avoiding adverse drug events, avoiding duplication of services, improving patient outcomes, and reduction of time gathering critical clinical information for more effective, timely care. My Health Record strives for experience designed to deliver on the following themes. A relevant and rich consumer health story, timely, accurate, and digestible health information, deft care coordination and collaboration, trusted, easy privacy control, inclusive fit-for-purpose access and availability, enhanced technical capability and interoperability, strong cross-cutting experiences. When I fell pregnant with my daughter, it brought about a lot of new complex health process that I, for one, had never actually come across when you even existed. Um, these, these antenatal processes are complex and they tend to ramp up rather quickly as you go through the process. And as somebody who grew up outside of Australia, I also didn't have any prior exposure to analogous services within our health system that would have informed or guided me through this. So for most, even the first time, it is going to be on an unknown process. And as the antenatal journey continues into pregnancy, it consists of many services and processes that all interconnect. And once the bub is born, there's a vast amount of healthcare management tasks that parents and carers have to undertake. And there's an increasingly large amount of information that they'll need to remember for each and every child. Rose, Alfred, I'm looking at you. And that amount increases over time as they grow and grow and go through different vaccinations, different child health checks, until the child is of an age that they can start to take ownership of their health data, which is about 14. We had the opportunity at this early discovery phase to invest in a design-led approach regardless of current technical feasibility and deliver a guiding understanding of what the future of pregnancy and childhood data in the My Health Record system could look like to inform the future product direction. Providing this information nationally is challenging given differences across states and territories which extend to baby books, immunisation schedules, routine check schedules, services available, record systems, policies, and health interoperability challenges. We need to take all these variables and all, and all parents and carers' needs into account to make access to children's records in My Health Record desirable, feasible, and viable. So the challenge we were set was how should pregnancy and childhood data be integrated and serviced, serviced into a My Health Record in both a desirable but also feasible way to serve all Australians? So when we think about desirability, we start off with what people need and what they aspire to in a healthcare experience. Then we look at how could those needs be better delivered to in a digital way by my health record. And importantly, how can we ensure that that experience is inclusive for all users of my health record? We then went into the focus of feasibility. 
And we started with the thought of, well, what is the structure of the data? How is it configured? How is it not configured? What metadata is attached? Is it structured, unstructured? And how can it be manipulated? And then we asked ourselves the question of, well, what is the platform and how extensible is it? And by extensible, we mean how easily can you join onto it, into it, around it, or connect to it? And then you have to take in the considerations of policy, of legis legislation, and also of clinical safety. Desirability, it's a nice word, but what does it actually mean? Well, it's about making design decisions for my health record that are in, in the interests of people with lived experience and as healthcare providers, rather than in support of data and technology. But this doesn't mean that we're ignoring technology implications. The important part is keeping that tension between people as users of my health record and the technology of my health record. But it does mean that we're placing a priority on people and their experiences rather than prioritizing engineering and uses this lens of desirability to prioritize those design decisions and resolve design challenges. We start with desirability first, because if we started with feasibility first, then we may never build something that is most simple, lovable and complete, because we may miss the opportunity. But when we move to feasibility, we have to consider the constraints. We have to consider the realities. And those at times can also provide us with other opportunities because they make us think harder, smarter and be creative within what we are presented with. The important part is really resting and, and, and learning from the different people that are involved, the different multidisciplinary practitioners, to be able to leverage the tension between who has which practice whilst you go from desirability through to feasibility. In the context of the project, what does that actually mean? Well, we want to share some of the things that we discovered. There's a lack of consolidation, which means health information is in different places at different times. Consumers get different experiences and receive different support depending on where they go in that pregnancy journey. Privacy and trust around data sharing are key. And then there's the burden of administration. So paper, significant administrative burden on people and also healthcare providers. So what this means is we, we discover something that's highly desirable for people, which is reducing that burden of administration, saving them time, saving them effort, saving them forgetting those paper records when they go along to an appointment. But we have to balance that with that lack of consolidation and healthcare information in disparate places. So while it's desirable to reduce that burden of administration, what becomes difficult in terms of feasibility is that complexity of the consolidation which limits that opportunity for that desirable outcome. The point is a multidisciplinary team can take those two elements and maintain that tension between what's desirable, reducing that burden of administration, and then at the same time balancing that with trying to resolve that complexity around consolidation. So where did that get us to? What we have here is a conceptual illustration of some of the ideas. I emphasize conceptual um, because this isn't uh, about what the future may look like. It's more about 
wrapping up the uh, desirable and feasible um, ideas and, and concepts that were generated. Um, so what you can see in some of this walkthrough that we have here is that um, we're trying to look in ways in which within the current constraint, we can actually answer some of those desirable avenues that we discovered through the process. For example, through pregnancy, it's a very structured process. So let's see if we could orient you to the position that you're at. It is run by a week to week. So there's different points and things that you need to do at different times. Secondly, um, uh, being able to aggregate in um, unstructured data that would otherwise sit on your phone or on a post-it note so that it's in one space could help to alleviate some of that burden of admin. Now, whilst um, aggregating uh, all appointment um, uh, 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 systems um, that are across the various different services is uh, not impossible, um, finding ways in which we could simply enable some of those, those complexities of organizing our time, be in one place, may be a possibility. So all in all, this goes to bring together and to life the proposal of the conceptual um, uh, desirable and feasible future. So what do we have here? This is us going through the takeaways, the learnings of when you are taking really, really gnarly, um, very, very hard to solve complex challenges such as we were faced with, with a multidisciplinary team. This is a set and group of, of takeaways and learnings that can hopefully help others undertaking similar processes, maximize their effectiveness as they go through. We're gonna go through these um, and hopefully there'll be takeaways that you can use tomorrow. Um, uh, or if you're putting together a team, um, you can take these into account as ways in which uh, to orchestrate and assemble. So the first of these is basically be multidisciplinary from the beginning. Given the complexity of health records and considering customer needs, clinical governance, technical needs, policy, legislation, while ensuring privacy and security, it is critical to work as a multidisciplinary team. This should be no different for design agencies that we work with if we are to get the best design outcomes. What we're talking about there is not only bringing together a multidisciplinary team such as MELD and ThinkMill, we're talking about a multidisciplinary team within the Australian Digital Health Agency as well. So that's harnessing the power of their service designers and the, and the, the talented designers that are part of that particular group, but it's also bringing in clinical safety, it's bringing in policy, it's bringing in the business analysts from the start of the project so you can share that language, talk with each other and work with each other as the design evolves. Number two is fast and complete onboarding is mission critical. For us to get the best value out of our service, service partners' expertise, it just made sense to share as much existing material as we could, introduce them to the right people across the agency, really treat them as we would onboarding a team member certainly wasn't about throwing a brief with requirements over the fence. Within days, the awesome team at ADHA onboarded us into shared spaces and we were given access to relevant and essential documentation. This transparency of access and the way that it was spun up so quickly enabled us to not only hit the ground running, but it prevented any time being lost during onboarding or additional admin tasks that would have to happen for us to be able to get our balls rolling. Building on a shared and existing foundation of knowledge and work that had gone before and made 
that we were absolutely equipped with everything we could be to undertake the challenge in hand. It's about creating a partnership with honest and open communication. Thinking about this one, it wasn't anything we formally agreed, but there was a relationship very much aligned to our internal team values while we were delivering the project. Honesty, respectful critique and transparency with how we work together. If you have these values and behaviours established in your team, I'd encourage you to make sure you share them at the project kickoff when collaborating with an agency. So they're nice words, but what does it mean in action? It means us setting up those times, making ourselves available, people within the agency also making themselves available to have those regular showcases, those regular weekly catch-ups, those moments when we're reaching a critical point in the design to have those right conversations with that extended team to be able to move the design forward. By sharing, we're able to create that muscle memory together. Maintain a healthy tension between desirable and feasible. We went with an approach to start with what's desirable from a consumer and provider point of view and deliver a vision of what my health record could do in the future. After that, we needed the team to dial it back to what was realistic and work with the agency's teams to refine and prioritise what could be delivered in the nearer future. This was a valuable approach and supports us being very efficient when informing current scope decisions. Being able to go wide before narrowing in was essential, but also being given the space and the time to be able to do that was critical. And that was one thing that the team at ADHD did facilitate so that we could explore what the future could look like um, before getting into the details of, of what the day-to-day -day requirements would be. It really ensured that we could push the boundaries um, and also get to a practical end place that can help the team now taking the work on to really propel forward. This is not a business as usual approach. It's something that you can use when you need that step change. We have a brilliant in-house experience and service design team who are equipped to take on this kind of work, but we found in this instance, using an external specialist team and effectively connecting with, with the internal teams enabled us to get fresh perspectives with additional freedom to explore through design discovery. So it's about bringing in that team to give a fresh perspective, to take a new look at the evidence, is to stand on the shoulders of the work that's already been done as that foundation to evolve the design, to take it a little bit further and maybe bring in some different ways of thinking, again, empowered by the use of a multidisciplinary team. And lastly, work on shared artefacts where they're most accessible. We use tools like Confluence across the organisation by getting the MELD and ThinkMill team using that we could collaborate and share work more, more easily. Creating accessible places for all disciplines to access content is and was essential. Um, as creatives, this means us stepping off of just the tools that we use. So thinking about particularly policy or legal, um, Miro isn't the place that they necessarily go. So finding ways in which the content we create can go and be housed in into places that they're all go, already going to was mission critical. So in summary, Basically, start off on the right foot, be multidisciplinary from the beginning. 
when forming that team, if you are that person creating them, make sure that you are finding ways for onboarding to be inclusive and complete in the shortest amount of time. Think about those services that you have in place that might prevent some of that and how you can actually work around to facilitate a seamless combination of skills from external, internal and across departments. Get that collaboration going with honest and open communication. Treat them as verbs rather than platitudes. Utilize the multi-skill sets to keep the tension between desirable and feasible throughout. Let people stay in their, their mode, but come together to create all the bonds and all the um, translation ties across the whole process. Take a fresh look at the evidence and use this approach when you need that step change. And make sure you're standing on the, the or using those foundations that are already there. And finally, be considerate and aware to the broader teams when creating shared artifacts to ensure that the content is maximally accessible. Thank you so much for, for having us. We, we do really wish we could, could be there with you. Um, and we'd just like to thank this opportunity to uh, thank Darian Eckersley, uh, Jen Brown and the talented team of the Australian Digital Health Agency uh, for not only the opportunity to collaborate on the project uh, and the talk today, but also a with that, you know, that great purpose of improving the, the health of all Australians. And thank you to all of you for listening. And we hope that we have some actionable go-tos for you to take on as you move into these types of projects with these types of teams. Have a great day.